Good morning, everyone. Happy Labor Day. Welcome to Better Health for Women and Men. I am your host, Lady Michelle, a.k.a. Professor M. How are you all doing today? I hope that y'all are resting today. This is Labor Day. All the fun that you don't had during the summertime, now it's time to chill. <laughs> summertime is over. So how are you all? I'm praying it all as well. Today, we're going to get into a topic that it might rub people the wrong way. And if so, that's okay. But you all know I always have my references and I always try to produce great material. About two weeks ago, I was talking to someone and they were they were sharing some things with me and they told me they said emotionally immature and I'm like what because I never heard of that you know I, I have never heard of that so so I like said okay and so you know I was I was I was sharing with them about a friend of mine it's like Every time you turn around, it's it, 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 the emotional stuff. And so they told me emotional, emotional security. In, I mean, excuse me, emotional immaturity. So last night, no, this morning, my heart said, go do some research upon this emotional immaturity. And it's not really saying that the person that the person is immature. It's not saying that. And I kind of wish that they would change that phrase. Because if a person heard that, the first thing that they would sit there and say, What are you talking about? There's nothing immature about me. But when they broke it down. It comes from trauma. It comes from what someone has been through. And I, you know, I'm very transparent. And I don't mind speaking, you know, what I went through. At the age of 17, I was married. To a man that my mother and him thought was going to be a good guy. And he ended up abusing me. He ended up doing a lot of things to me. And it really, it really did a lot to me. Because at the age of 17, you would, at the age of 17, I had my life planned out. I was going to go to school to either be a lawyer or a doctor or interior decorator. And I love all three of those fields. 
So I sit there. I, I sit there. And I went through a lot. The raping. And it's going to be kind of graphic, but just please hear me out. The raping. Um, waiting till you go to sleep. Doing whatever they wanted to do to you. Then get drunk. And then really just go off. I went through a lot. I went through a lot. Then I was with them for five years until they tried to kill me. And so my mother told me, she said, file for that divorce. While he was in jail, file for the divorce. And that's, that's what I did. So I moved and met the guy that I, the guy that I, that I was with for 30 years. And him and I, when I first met him, he was beautiful. I'm not going to lie to you. And he still is beautiful. I mean, he's the father of our daughters. And he was going through a lot of, of emotional stuff. And I mean, it had got to, it had gotten to be the pl place that it was like, it was unbearable. And some of his friends would tell me, why did you marry him? And it was just a lot, you know. And so I said, well, you know, he said, well, look, let's move to Florida. Maybe we move to Florida. Maybe things will kind of ease out. And when we got here, everything was going good. I mean, him and I, we were getting along good. We, we, we were very much in love until we started going to church. And then we started seeing some things. Well... I have to be honest. I've never seen a pastor while in church be having an affair with a secretary. Because I was never brought up like that. And so it added a lot of trauma. Whew. It added a lot of trauma. Well, like I said, we, this went on when we got to Florida, and it was done when we was in Virginia as well. So, once we got to Florida, like I said, everything was going well until 1994. I got injured with my back, and he went off. He went off. Now we're able to talk about it. And he's a lot more calmer. And he was telling me, he said, I was scared. He said, all of the pressure had fell on me. He said, after you got hurt with your back, he said, I did not know which way to go. And, I mean, he took the family through a lot. He really did. He took the family through a lot. So, as I was digging into the emotional immaturity, immature, I started running up on a few things. And I'm going to put the video link to this doctor and please listen to it. 
when a person is self-centered, it is because as a child growing up, they were like the castaway. So only thing that they, they had to do was fight for what they believed in. And I can understand that because when coming up as a child, I went through a lot of emotional drama and stress. Okay. Second, they feel like they don't owe you no type of explanation. I know a friend of mine, she was so excited about something this weekend. And she had already told her partner, look, you know, I want to talk to you face to face. Because I think it's something that you need to hear. He agreed to it. Up until she had even given specific instructions. When you wake up, call me. He never did do it. She had got up. She had fixed her face up because the time zones were different. She had got up. She had fixed her face up and everything. So, you know, when he wake up, he seen a, a, a refreshing. He never called her. <clears throat> so, she was heated. And which I don't blame her. She was passing. She was so mad until her blood pressure shot straight up. Until she was threatening a stroke. And she told me, she said, if you weren't going to be on, why do you not tell me? He never would apologize to her. And when she dug into him real good, I mean, she dug into him real good. Only thing he can say, I'm not running game on nobody. You don't understand. And so when she talked to me about it, I said, you know, what? let's let's do some research up on this emotional immaturity or emotional immature. And sure enough, when we started digging up in it, it was like, wow. Parents, don't put no more stress on your child than it has to be. I was in, my stepfather was abusive. And my mother was too. I love her, but that sister was hell on wheels. And I was the baby girl. And so she would do things to protect me. And I remember my stepfather owned a lot of land. I never forget that. He owned over, over 200 acres of land. And one day, I had, got, I had got home. And she said, hey, I got to go with Aaron to go sign some papers. I said, oh, okay. She said, it has to do with the land. I said, oh, okay, okay. Come back home. She was in tears. And I said, Mommy, what happened? She said, he got his son there. 
did not tell me what I was signing. Only thing he was talking about the land. She thinking that they're going to build something. And because it was in her and my stepfather's name, he had her to sign it just to find out that he signed the land over to the son. That devastated her. That woman was devastated. Well, when she was younger, she wanted to get married. The guy, you know, the guy was, he was kind of wealthy and he had stuff. And at the time, at her age, she didn't have no shoes. So they was making shoes out of cardboard boxes. And he told her, he said, look, I'm going to buy you a pair of shoes. When she got the shoes, her mother wouldn't let her wear it. And because of it, it caused a big division. And I seen my mother go through turmoil with the emotional immaturity. She will always, like sometimes, like sometimes, I would, I would say things, oh, you think you all of that. And it's like, ma'am, what are you talking about? And she always liked to copycat off of me. No matter what I did, it was a copycat. Well, I can do this too. I can do that too. And I was talking to my daughter about a friend of hers. And she said, mommy, she went through the same thing. It's called emotional immaturity. Parents. This is the root of the problem. Do not wreck your child's mind. Don't do that. As much as I don't like the internet, and as much as I do not like YouTube, but you can learn a lot from them psychiatrists and the medical doctors. Now, 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 if this got doctor behind his name, I'll listen to it. But if it don't have doctor, I won't really listen to it. Because with me being a professor, I want to make sure. And if I hear someone giving out the wrong information, trust me, I go off on them on YouTube. Emotional, emotional immaturity is is dangerous it is so dangerous and when i read some of the things it was like wow and i'm going to read you all a few of them i'm going to read you all a few that i found from tracy hutchison from I mean, Tracy Hutchinson, PhD. And just, just listen. Just, just listen. Okay. Characteristics of emotional immaturity people. Chronically self-absorbed. Um, think, think of themselves first. No matter, you know, no matter what a person is going through, they think of themselves first. They have a limited or complete lack of empathy. 
they don't care. Like my friend's friend. As of 12.30.56. Yeah, 12. Oh my God. Oh my God. I cannot see without my glasses. 12.37. He has not got a hold to her and say, look, baby, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Why? Because he self-absorbed. Have no remorse. Discard well-being safety for those they love. They do not feel best. They do not learn from past mistakes. They continue to repeat behavior that has negative consequences. Now, if he cared anything for her, he would have said, hey, let me finish this up, and I'm going to talk to you about it. Know what she had to do. She had to go into his origin, work the country that he's from, and she had to, she had to do research on it. And one of the things are, is this, they don't like to do video chatting. When he first met her, he did do video chatting, but that was it. No more. And she was so excited of something that she was doing until he didn't give a care about her. He didn't give a care about her, her feelings. And that almost destroyed her. Until she went on a dating, until she went on a dating app, and she said, "Forget this." But because they love each other so much, she was willing to talk to him, and he didn't get offended. He didn't. He didn't write back to her and tell her, you know, "F you" or none of that stuff. He listened, and she had the concrete evidence to prove. To back her up what she was saying. Um, historical conflicts and drama in relationship. This is why an immature, I mean an emotionally immature person cannot stay in a relationship. Because what they have been through. It overspills in what they are dealing with. And I'd be the first to admit that. I'm in a beautiful relationship. But because of my past. And because of what I've been through. It is really hard to really trust. So, even I have had to step back and say, okay, I need to work on this. And even I told my friend, I said, you need to work on some things too. Because you're not a bed of roses either. Uh, impulsive behavior. More feelings than thinking. So what they do, they feel best. Now, my partner, he doesn't say anything much. He doesn't react to anything now, if he's real busy, you know, he'll tell me, hey, hey, baby, I'm very busy. Can we talk about this later on? But to really, really, really 
being notorious. No, he's not like that. You know, he tells me that he loves me all the time. You know, I love you. I might not be what you think I should be, but I love you. Now, when you got a person like that, you don't mind working with them. But when you got a person like my friend that didn't give a care about her feelings, he was so self-absorbed. And when she asked him, she told him, he told her in so many words, I'm not going to do it. And that broke her heart. Oh my God, that broke her heart. Okay, the um, immersement of relationship instead of emotional empathy, uh, int int intimacy. They always like to live in the past. You know, Tina Turner did something. The late Tina Turner did something. And she spoke about this with about her husband. And what she said, a lot of people was like, oh, no, you didn't, Tina. But she said, I needed that. She said when he first met her, they kicked it off real good. He had to go back to Paris or Rome, where he was at. And she said, when you come back, I want you to make love to me. And he did. Why? Because she had to feel that love after what I taken her through. She had to feel that. Now, some Christians feel that, oh no, 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 no. That's a sin. That that that's 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 adultery. Da 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 da. When you have been emotionally destroyed and kicked to the curve. And when someone come to you and show you love and show you hate. This is why so many young girls fall for scammers on the internet. This is why some women fall for scammers on the internet. Because those scammers know how to make that woman feel. Is it wrong? Yes. And I am not condoning that. But at the same time, that woman has been through hell. The same thing with a man. You got some women that abuses those men. You you got some women that are very treacherous. They do not care. And when the right man come around that's going to love them, they fall for it. They may focus on physical things versus emotional things. They do not do emotional work. They do not know how to repair 
a relationship effectively. So then this is where you come in. If you have a spouse or a partner or family members that are like that, take the time. Take them to a, a, a therapist. Take them to a therapist. Take them somewhere and let them get some help. I'm not ashamed to admit this. I have a psychiatrist. When I was going through pure hell with my mouth for one solid year, no teeth in my mouth, could not do podcasts, could not do anything. And the little hope that I had, Spotify took it away. That sent me downhill spiral. But thank God for my psychiatrist. She had me on a medication that is it's called Embitterol, something like that. It is so good. She said, if we have to up at any time, let me know. Now I have my dentures phase one. In six months, I'm going to get my um my my all fours. The dental insurance not knowing that when you do not have you when you do not have something to hold those your your bones in place, you lose bone you lose bones. They call it bone graft, but it's not bone graft. It's called removing the torsus. And that's what happened. But people do not care about other people's feelings. They don't care. As long as it meets their needs. They don't care. Now, if you have a, a, a spouse or a partner, sit down and figure trigger points. Like with my ex-husband, like my ex-husband, and my, my pastor got on me. She said, you know what he's going to do, so why keep doing it? If I would ask him for some money, GD, that's all you do is ask me for money. And then it got to the place one time, he told me I had to work for the money. I had to become a prostitute. I said, forget this. That is emotional immaturity. So I'm going to leave the video up there and... My advice, if you see trigger points, avoid them. It was to the place, place that the family, we couldn't even say anything. We kept so many secrets from him. Because if we said something, he would go off. There were many times that I had to lie to him. Oh, you shouldn't have to lie to your husband. 
It's like this. Either you lie or either you get your butt whooped or either you get put down so bad until you don't know what to do. So I had to come up with a a resource. Now he sees his mistakes and he has apologized time after time. Man, I'm sorry what I did to y'all. I was scared. And now there are times that we do have conversations. I know one time, and, and I'm getting very personal, but I'm just showing you how they don't care. I remember one time our daughter was very bad off sick. And he had went to Virginia to handle some business. And he came, he came, he met me at the place at the hospital where she was where she was where she was at. And I really thought that she was going to die. I was so scared. But she was brave. And she said, well, if I die, it's time for me to go. And I would say all the time, please don't say that. And I try to hold back the tears. And I remember he came in. And he got me at my vulnerable, he got me at my vulnerable stage. And we, we, we may love, I'm not going to lie, we may love for him to tell me, don't get too comfortable with this. This means nothing. My whole, my whole, my whole feelings went down to zero. When he got sick and I went to the hospital, he had to have surgery. And I went to the hospital. And I remember this old lady. I was there for him. And I remember this old lady looked at me and told me. She looked at me. Because he made a he made an outburst. <clears throat> Just because you're here don't mean nothing. Nothing's changed. And I it's like I can see that old lady's face right now. And she looked at me and she shook her head. And my daughters looked at me and they told me. File for the divorce. Emotionally immaturity is dangerous. It would drain you. It would take everything out of you. Don't get caught up in it. Matter of fact, before you get married to them, study them. Don't be too anxious to want to hop in bed with them. Study them. Learn them. Because what is in the dark will come to light. And then ask yourself, do I really want to be bothered with this? Every time you come up with something, it's constantly draining you. My my The guy that I was with the first time, we would play tennis because I'm a tennis player. And because I, he would lose, oh my God, that man would go off on me. You think you this, all this type of junk. 
People tell me, oh, you think you this, and I'm not like that. I'm a very humble woman. But I'm a person that I get to the root cause of a problem. And if you once get to that root cause, everything else will pan out. But if you don't ever get to that root cause, you have nothing but problems. So if I will leave you today with something, seek help. If you're dealing with emotionally immaturity, seek help. Don't, don't, don't drive your partner up the road. Don't do that. Sit down with her and say, hey, I have my flaws. And if she loves you enough, you guys are going to work through it. And on the, uh, on the other part, on the other side, if your partner comes to you and open up to you, don't throw it in their face. Don't do that. I don't care how wealthy a person has gotten. I don't care. They don't went through some changes in their in their childhood, but they're not going to tell you about it. So if you don't take nothing else from this show, seek help. Get the help you need before it gets out of hand. Thank you for listening to Better Health for Women Men. I'm your host, Professor M. Enjoy the rest of your Labor Day.